0: Hi, welcome to the two-man game with myself Joshua, myself Mello, and we're here to give you the latest one down on sports. We're going to talk about football, basketball, you know, and give you some boxing knowledge. I'm not really a uh, boxing enthusiast
1: like my, like my guy Mello. You know? Yeah, boxing is my thing, you know, my first love is football, obviously, playing playing that since the, the get-go, since jump, I'm from South East London, so football's my thing. Uh, boxing has been probably secondary in that. I've also picked up basketball in the last five to seven years during uni. Um, and I'm pretty much a historian of, of everything, especially sports. So like that's going all the way back to the early 900s. That might bore some of you guys. But, you know, history is very, very important for you young kids out there. But, yeah, so those are my three main sports. And that's what we're really going to chop up and discuss. Obviously, we'll touch on other sports when they're relevant. So maybe American football here and there, UFC, you name it. You know, just the things that, you know, are out there relevant and, you know, have good content for us to discuss. Uh, I'm just, on my half, I would say that I am just a sportsman. You know,
0: I played every single sport out there, and I think I'm elite at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, but yeah, um, football, basketball—they're the two things that I used to play as a kid. Um, I think I I got quite advanced in them, and I played at a certain level, so I know a bit about the nuances of the game. Uh, so I can a- give you that additional knowledge that you need yep. when you're talking about this sports, and hopefully. We can learn some more about this, the football and the basketball where it's heading, yeah. the future of this game, and we can give you more insight about that. Um, boxing, I just watch it from time to time. You know, I can watch an AJ or uh, Tyson fight. I can kind of guess who's the better athlete or the better boxer. And you know, when AJ faces, faces Tyson Fury, we'll yeah. definitely be covering that uh, yeah.
1: extensively. Even what's it called Wilder and Fury, the rematch. That's you know, Jose Abalero this year. There's also Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. You know, um, we're here to discuss that, chop up, you know, at mass. Also, UFC, there's Khabib and uh, I think Poirier, they're fighting later in the year. We're going to discuss that as well. Um, back on the football side, I play football as well. Um, so, you know, um, Southern League level, um, not as high as I used to play. I'm um, also a coach as well, coach at, at length. I just came from coaching sessions just now, in fact. So, you know, we can really get into And all the nitty gritty that just said, the nuances, the, the tactical analysis, we can bring that towards you guys. And yeah, so why did we choose the name two man game, Joss? uh you chose two-man game you know uh just coming from a box,
0: uh, basketball background you know yep. a lot of the game is based on two men you yep. know we talk about the clippers now we've got ad no the clippers what i'm saying we've got paul george and Kawhi. the lakers have got ad and uh mr lebron the, uh, <laughs> the Mavs have got kp and um, Doncic. but you see most of these great teams yep. they're all based on two players um we look back at Jordan and Pippin, yeah. and that we chose two men because you know, me and M- Melo, we're gonna be elite, we're gonna be those The two, the, men. The two men that's running the game. We're I don't know, we talk about a sports game, maybe that's what we're, we're aiming to do, but yeah, we just we just chose that name because it's insightful. You know, it covers a range of games, a range of games uh, and sports. Yep. If, for example, boxing is two men in the ring, football, you have two men up top, and they normally decide the outcome of a game, yep. so two fly wingers, yeah. Main game game, so yeah, the working
1: bar- pairs. Yeah, the basketball just pick and pop, pick and roll, like Karl Malone and Josh um Don John Stockton, Sto- the legendary pick and roll everyone knows. And so I'm um, kind of really like where basketballs head at this point in time. It's kind of gone back to eighties, nineties, or end of eighties and nineties. You know, mm-hmm. where there's two guys, you have two deep players in your team, and that's what's going to take you to a chip. So there's a lot of teams. Also, there's the Rockets with Westbrook, and there's also Harden as well. Um, obviously, when Kyrie and um, Durant get fit, you know, there's a two-man game there. Clay and and Steph when they get going, so. We just thought it was really relevant, it was catchy, and so that's what we ran with it, so yeah. Mm. So, let's move on to football today.
0: Um, we just had a last week of the games after the corona period. Um, is there anything, let's talk about the overall COVID period. Have you enjoyed
1: this period of football? I mean, we were starving for football, starving for sports, and obviously, you know, People were a bit rusty Especially the first couple games Even VAR was rusty As you saw I think the very first game Between Aston Villa And Sheffield United Where Sheffield United Got a goal disallowed, And apparently the excuse was Or the reason was That VAR wasn't switched on I think I think that's You know If you're a Bournemouth supporter Or uh, just an average football. To ma- imagine that's the goal that sent you down. Yeah, Bournemouth, Watford, that's essentially the goal that sent you down. And, you know, especially in this period going down, it's going to hit teams a lot harder than usually before. Like they used to call the playoff game the £100 million game. Now, in the obviously, in this COVID period, everyone's taking a hit and there's no fans. You know, you get less income into your club. And so, not get, are you able to capitalise on the TV rights from the Premier League is going to be very, very critical. And so. Yeah, that's a that's that, I think I
0: even we're talking about football finances at this time. You know, there's no fans coming to the stadium. Everything is a bit yep. um, up in the air. Well. Uh, you don't know when the new season is gonna start. You don't know how you're gonna play in Europe and all all those things. How how does football progress without fans? And if your team is struggling, how do you keep those finances? going to pay those players just the basic anonymities that
1: you need for a football team it's going to be a very hard period The lesser teams that don't have the TV pool and they need to profit and benefit from you know um, the TV revenue and that can't especially being in the Premier League that's why I harped on um, those teams going down Bournemouth and Watford is very very important and it's going to be very key but the lesser teams low down the division, they're going to really struggle because um, a lot of them they count and depend on the fans coming in, not just for the tickets, the food, they buy merchandise, all that sort of stuff is very important. And this is a sports all across the board. Mm-hmm. As you could, Um I guess the people that control the finances got really creative and find ways, you know, really got um, try and look for av- advertising as much as possible. Do you not think that a franchise model would be better
0: in this period than it, the club model that we have right now? Because you know, I, I totally uh, side topic is that I had this I, I've been having this idea, and I think that the way American sports is, are run is more is more efficient than the way football is run here. But everyone keeps on telling me that the, the beauty of relegation, the beauty of prof- uh, p- uh, promotion, but I just generally think the franchise model works. You know, 20 established teams, the, the likelihood of them going under is low. You can have the best talent pool available here in the UK and you get quality football. The
1: quality will increase. So that's what we want it across all Europe. Because the Champions League is the biggest competition, or at least in my opinion, and and most people's biggest. Don't you not believe that there will be a Super League coming soon? I mean, it's possible, it's possible, but we'll have to wait and see, that's a a topic for a different day. day. Okay, Okay. Um, so so yeah, we'll go down, obviously the last game in the Premier League, you know, game week 38. So teams, um, Champions League will start for grabs, relegation will start for grabs, we touched on. So we're just going to quickly run through the games. So let's start with the Chelsea Wolves game Chelsea Wolves game So
0: the Chelsea Wolves game um, I did manage to catch a bit of it You know I'm not really a Chelsea fan Or, any, or a Wolves fan But it was very important In the top four ways um, My my takeaway is this uh, How is a 33 year old Gerrude Keeping a 21 year old Tammy Abraham Tammy is More mobile He has more attributes But yet he doesn't have The mental attributes That Gerrude has Experience And, and Chelsea cannot push on without a quality striker.
1: Do you believe that Werner will enable them to do better in the top four next year? I mean, Werner being a um, attack force dynamic, and I think Werner is a very very good player coming from Germany from RB Leipzig. He plays with the German team. He's clinical, he's quick. He gives him back our own vibes. My only slight issue with Werner, the Premier League is a lot more physical than the German league. I you don't guess. think that a lot of uh, German exports have blossomed in the Premier League?
0: Um, uh, for the likes of Sonny, Sonny. Firmino's has you know. Brazil, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the people do translate from the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closing a few years back, yeah. I mean, the German football they do translate well. But my issues is, as a lone striker with Chelsea, are, I assume they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Can Werner really get used to be- dealing with guys like um, from Brighton? What's his name? Um, that, 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 that they have that dunk. that dunk. It? They have guys that that have six foot. Um, you don't think you can handle? They have a six foot that. seven fullback as well. Times like guys with Sheffield O'Connell. Um, uh, who's the other centre backs staff as well? Um, who's it be? Um, what for who? For Sheffield. Uh, Basham. Basham. Guys like that. Those physical guys. And the Premier League, they let a lot more stuff go. I mean, it's going to be a struggle. Well, He's going to take more, I will not be surprised if he takes more while at that. He scored twenty eight goals in thirty four appearances this season. So he he, he is a end scorer. He knows the back of end but he didn't. I, I'll be surprised if he played on 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 top right and He's, and he's a lot. one in two in Europe. And that is a high standard of competition. So yeah. he can do it. But Chelsea crossed the ball a lot. And I, I don't think that'll be much of his game. No, you know.
0: it, uh, well obviously Chelsea crossed the
1: ball a lot. That's I don't you know watch. I don't I don't know why they cross the ball as much as they do. Because they have big strikers, yeah. Have you seen Chelsea score a lot of yeah. crosses? Look at how they finish off Man, Man United in the FA Cup. Drew's nepot runs out, that's his hallmark. That's a low cross. We're not complaining about a low
0: the system. We're talking about. No, but you know, there's a lot I, of. Like, like Reese James, for example, he delivers a great ball into the yeah, box. Drew can can the on those balls. Drew, I haven't seen Drew score many goals I've, from those
1: headers. I've seen Drew score a lot of goals, I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> no, from the headers. But that's you in the Chelsea system. Unless the headers crosses. That's why Chelsea. That's what Drew's doing well, especially since um the, the current, um the lockdown period is finished, or eased. You know, at Arsenal, we didn't cross the ball that much. At Chelsea, we mm-hmm. crossed the ball a lot. A lot more than we do. especially Chelsea in the past, and I think that's why I believe Jude has done well. But then looking at the game specifically, I feel Mason Mount came through for Chelsea. He got a goal, a um, great free kick, and also got uh, a nice assist for Druid's goal as well. And he's coming through in the clutch. That you know that shows me he can deal under pressure. I mean, he was he went a bit on a cold period. I think he went a, a few games without scoring before. I think the game before or two games before, but he really came through when the money was on the line, Champions League football was on the line, mm-hmm. the future, the immediate future. Of Chelsea uh, football club said was on the line. He he came for and provided, and there's ominous signs. And you know, those are the players you need. Players that can provide for you in the clutch, the the pressure situations. And he really done really well.
0: I have you been impressed with Mason Mount's uh, debut season. He's the first academy graduate to have fifty appearances in his debut ses- season. Um, he looks very promising at the beginning, but he seems to tear it off during this season.
1: Did he? Did he deliver?
0: Has he? Do you think he would deliver on the promises he's
1: I think he can do really well. I mean, you know, in basketball, they call it the rookie wall. When you first play games at that intensity, the games of that magnitude and playing that amount of games, you see you got a bit of a, you know, um, an introduction for the championship game. But the championship game, is a level below, even though it's more physical, more tiring, they say, but it's a level below the Premier League. So, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel, I I thought you could provide for Chelsea. And the what, is, me, yeah. what is his ceiling and what is his role? As, you know,
0: you talk about Mason, man. What's his suit? What's, um, What's his ceiling? What's his floor? Ceiling, 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 ceiling.
1: As an attack midfielder. So who would you compare him to? Attack midfielder. If he can approximate Schneider... You would say he has Snyder capabilities? At his very best. If he gets every last drop of energy and ability from his um from his being, if he can approximate Snyder, who was at one point, you know, he could could have won a Ballon door, to be honest. Um, I think that's if, at his very, very best. If everything goes right. At his worst, um, at his worst, at his worst. Who could he be? Could be could he be attacking midfielder, attacking midfielder, attacking midfielder. A Lolana type, maybe at his worst? Mm-hmm. I've mean, alana sort a steady player. So maybe something like that, you know he's not a double foot, but something like that. I, I guess guess. So you say a Lalana type? Something like that. That's that's off top of my head. I'll probably come back with a more
0: um, robust answer. What about you? Um I think this is top hand ceiling. He might be Hmm Mount. You don't English players. You don't really get English players of Mount um kind of uh, it's a new wave. attributes. Yeah, it's 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 kind of unique. Do you mean it's uh, attacking he he reminds me similarly like of a of a Isco type, but I think yeah. Isco's a bit more silky. Talented, yeah, a bit more silky. Uh, while Mount is more industrious. Uh, I hear that. I like that. Can I compare him to Isco? <laughs> is he Maybe Isco is he? I don't see him ever being better
1: than an Isco type. The difference to him is because I think he shoots a lot more, more willing to shoot. That's why Snyder came to my head because Snyder is the type of... He's the type of I, I like, you know, when a striker's not doing anything, if he wins, not doing anything, you give him 30 yards, boom, you can put top bins. Mm-hmm. And that's, what that, that's what you need. what you're going to be another 10, you need to have pressure to win you games and score big goals and come up with big moments. And those type of guys, your cackers, your Schneiders, for me personally, the best 10s of the last 10, or the last 10, 15 years, really... Those type of guys, you know, they can win you games, and if you have a, a pass or a shot, they you know, they threats in two different ways mm. not just assists, they, can, they you know, they could win it. But 8kdB as well, if you want to throw them a day, even they it's gone a bit deeper Those type of guy, pressure on the line, 20 yards, 25 yards, could go boom or even just a
0: decisive um, so, bust. So, let's move on to the other team in this. We, we don't need to talk too much about but what about Wolves? Um, what did you take away from Wolves is not just this performance, but
1: their their season so far? I mean, it's another great season for them. I mean. Um, when well, they finished um, top six six or seven didn't they? They finished they finished seventh Another great series for them you know similar positioning came from the um, championship two years ago and I believe my takeaway from their season, um, their season is more because they had a lot of players who so used to play in the European style a lot of players who have um, European football experience so you've got um, Neves you've got Martinho those type of guys that their manager as well you know and, really, and have a really thick squad to help them with any injury, so they're able to balance Europa League and the Premier League which is one of the hardest things to do to still yep. be uh, effective and they're still in the European now and if they were to win it which they could the uh, Champions League football player and that, that happens that's an excellent season you know that's, that's the top of the range season they could have got and I think the, things are looking good for them I like their manager I like their players I love Moutinho Moutinho mm-hmm. is a a team like doesn't get a Moutinho 10 years ago they don't well Moutinho is the type of guy if you play for manager 5-10 years ago he's the guy that you bought, if you need a CM you bought him he was reliable dependable could defend Could attack You know, small He works hard always gives you a 7 out of 10 every week And he was used to be that like central midfield General Or gem Sorry that you buy On a cheap On effort mm. back in the day And he's an excellent player Very experienced And he really helps with the development And progression of Ruben Erez That tandem is excellent You know That, that two man yeah. midfield That you know, two man game Let's Let's Wait I think we've covered this game Let's move
0: on to the Man United Leicester game Yes I would ask, say This was ugly The biggest game of the weekend yeah. And it felt to deliver as a spectacle, as a game, but I would say the tension. It was like there was a there was some discord in amongst the Leicester players. You can yeah. see they are off rhythm. Yep. Yeah. They are they're short of confidence, and yet they they played a great game for sixty so or so minutes, and it all fell apart. As things do seem to happen against Man United in the same fashion, and another penalty.
1: Um, you know, what was the takeaway
0: from this game like what how big was this Man United victory for them to get this top four position
1: can they push on um, yeah United got their 14th penalty record breaking in the Premier League you know, to no surprise even Vieira they took yeah. their decisions <laughs> uh, but looking at United can they push on I mean that was a big game for them because now they're in for Sancho who's the golden boy uh, mm-hmm. The next one up, you know, big things. Like he's an extremely talented player, a player that can contribute goals and assists, dual threat. And if they do manage to get him, even though I like Greenwood, I like Marshall I like Rashford, he'll be better off of him. Like, if we're being honest right now. Mm-hmm. And so if they do manage to get him, that'll take him to the next level. They need to improve. I, if I was United, in you know, United um, make up. I'll keep Dean Henderson and I'll get him to battle De Gea because De Gea has falling off a cliff. Two years ago, he was him an old black core and maybe a bit of no back for the number keeper in the world, maybe he's taken as well. Now, I would say he's definitely world class in my opinion. So you, are right Henderson. I'll keep Dean Henderson. Um, you, at least the battle, and if and uh, if the guy's still messing up, he gets games, game time as well. And then you can you, even if he plays well, proves himself, he can displace the girl. Um, they need to. I like Brandon Williams. I think they need to get another set up next to Maguire because Maguire's a bit too. He's not slow, slow, but he's not quick so enough. It's by Would you not say Bay? I love Bay, but Bay is always injured, and he's a bit too rash. I mean, if he wasn't as injury prone, Bay could play a lot more, and you know could eventually you know sweep off the rashness away from his system. But he's not playing enough games. I mean, Bay on paper would be the perfect defender next to um, um, Maguire because he's mobile, he's quick, he's strong, athletic, that sort of thing. But I think there needs to be another guy to to at least battle by and, you know, to be there to, if he's injured, to play. Let's bring it back to that point you mentioned about De Gea
0: and Henderson. Do you really believe that Henderson is much of an upgrade on De Gea? Um, well,
1: the way De Gea is playing right now, I would say, yeah. De Gea is playing, he's, I he's, he's costing. I,
0: I, I'm not being impressed with Henderson as much as uh, other onlookers have been. Like Henderson's very susceptible to conceding that he's in their post. And if you look at a lot he's of the goals... Uh, Seven so United conceded it. it's at the near post and goalkeepers shouldn't be beating there.
1: I mean, you conceded, conceded a couple goals United, But that's true. I mean, hopefully, he can eradicate that from his uh, makeup. But De Gea's literally cost the United goals and games that he shouldn't be saving. Back two, three seasons ago, when he was, you know, winning them points, he's now conceding howlers of goals. Look at the so game So, where do you trace the hairs pull off? I don't know. I think they say around a contract time, uh, maybe his heart's not in the maybe he wants to go back to Madrid. It's just been like one of those funny ones, really and truthfully. Um, he's just literally falling off a cliff. I, I like Fernando Torres. That's what he's doing right now. Just falling off a cliff. No one could really <laughs> trace and suss that where it's come from. He's literally just falling off a cliff. He's gone up here and just went. Phew. I don't know. So, it has to be
0: Are you impressed with United's front six? They say their front six, yeah. or
1: of yeah, everything except for the de- defense. Um, I'll go more front five so if they can manage to retain Pogba which it looks like they're going to do uh, Bruno Fernandes Rashford Martial and Mason Greenwood is a gem of a player that combination is very very potent and the Rashford the front three they should be contributing 20 goals all competition uh, I'm
0: not I'm really impressed with Rashford since since the the covered break uh, he's been a bit rusty but he, he looks shot um I don't know where he is he's not like he concentrated his effort on football right? in that, that break he, he doesn't look it looks like a shadow of the player he was before the break he but, and he was making United's his mo- most important player at that point
1: Um, he came back from an injury so he's still a bit rusty so I'll give him a little break there but he's still even though a sound of a good player when you're playing not so good but you're still providing contributions that's what Bruno Fernandes does even Ugh. even though he's been penalized, but you're not playing well if you managed to contribute to your team, if there's one uh, pass in a game, the boys when really years, know. When I, I knew we
0: were going to talk about yeah. him. The last few games, he's been, he's he, is, he has been as good. He is he's great, technically. Yes. He's great technically. He great technically. He's finally faced British football. Yeah. They finally put a, a body on him. It's been more physical yeah. and his game's changed. Yeah. He's not having the free over the pitch. You yeah. know When you go and face Palace, for yeah. example... They they are going to get you on the ground. They're gonna yeah, put a body good. on you. It's gonna change the way you play. And he looked a bit timid in the last recent performances. I haven't seen the Bruno that I saw come across, but obviously he contributes assists and goals. It's fifteen. Yeah. It's fifteen goal contributions since his arrival in the Premier League, which is just astonishing. Yeah. Um, but he he, you know, he's a good player. I don't know if he's seen as near KDB. I've heard. Some no, no, comparisons no, no, no. about him. But his game is very basic to me. It's very much more suit on sight, and then
1: pass when I can't shoot. I mean, that's a, uh, a simplistic way to look at it. I mean, it, it, to the extent, let's keep it simple, but he does the business. He so gets goals, he gets assists. He's not really going to overplay to that extent. He's very quick he, in his thought process. He does things quickly. He tries things a lot, maybe too much. But at the end of the day, he gets results. When the results stop then we can go back and try to reconfigure his game. But even, <laughs> even the post even there, that's where Pogba comes in. Because when Bruno's necessarily not having a great set of games, Pogba can control and dictate the tempo a bit more. And so that's where they can retain Pogba, it's very really key. Mm-hmm. And have those two guys there, and then hopefully match has another season in him or McTominay can come in and show up that midfield. Okay,
0: that's
1: impressive. But also, um, like touch on the Leicester side, but before that, um, Jay Ling's the boy, managed to get a goal. He's first of the season. <laughs> goal or assist. You know, you know what's funny? Some guy put a bet on I think it's like ten pound or him like six hundred seventy pounds. If Jalen's didn't get a goal or assist this whole season, And last game of the season, Casper Schmeichel just gifts him a goal. I, I don't know. Schmeichel is conspiring. Johnny Evans,
0: ex-Man United player, he must be conspiring
1: as well. <laughs>
0: maybe they pay him off. But what he, Lingard is not the quality of Man United at all. Yep. Um, he's an awful. He's not an awful player. He's maybe a simplistic player. If he was energy, on a energy, if energy. he was on a team like Villa. Or Watford, he he would be seen as better than he 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 would have a better image than he has now. Obviously, Man United cannot win. You cannot win titles with with Lingard being your twelfth contributor of the bench. He cannot be your first sub. He cannot be your second sub. He's not. Maybe he's your third. Maybe he's your third backup for the for the um, Fernandez role. Yeah. You know, he's he he had too much of
1: an important role and his talents do not fit that United squad? I mean, he went through some personal issues um, himself. Mentality. Mentality is a big part of football. A lot of people think it's technical, physical. It's not that. It's mentality. He went through certain things that, you know, I only really talk on. And so, you know, that affects his game. And it has done in the last 12, 18 I've months. In him. But, I've just been disappointed in
0: him. I've uh, just been disappointed in his application of his talent. It's been poor. And, you know, even if you're not talented, it's working hard. And he didn't... I didn't see that he was... Not that I'm saying that he didn't work hard. I just didn't see someone that
1: believed in his ability. Yeah, like I said, mentality, he went through some things and you lose when you lose confidence but if everything goes downhill, all your attributes that you had before, they'll just diminish and that's what I believe he's gone through. I mean, Lingard still has a, a role to play United. If he can be, like you said, a 6th, 5th, 7th sub, you know, part of the 22, whatever, energy uh, certain games you could play him so you come against a top top winger like I don't know uh, what's his name like Sancho or whatever if they, they mm. playing against the top winger you could play him on the upside do the defensive job that sort of thing and he still has a role to play in you know, that because he has a lot of energy he works on high work rate that sort of thing so if he gets um, back in the game get you know, nailed, knuckled down really imp- work on improving his game again and get back to where he was he still has a role to play so I will really give up him as of yet okay, and then let's, let's quickly touch on
0: Leicester you know um, they spent 325 days in the top four and ended up outside it um, <laughs> Arsenal that's what
1: Arsenal used to do <laughs> that sort of thing
0: um, how did they recover from this um, slow slow end of the season I don't even
1: know how to describe their fall off in a I way. mean it's, it's disappointing um, but fifth I started to see season off of the fifth they'll beat your hand off mm-hmm. I mean obviously in hindsight you know they were fourth all season they fell off so it kind of looks like a downer I feel a bit sorry for them in that aspect because uh, Pereira and Chilwell they've missed most of the games uh, post lockdown and they are a key part of their team they offer width they're quick mm. they offer attacking threat they can defend well especially Pereira and, you know, they offer a lot to that team and contribute a lot to that team especially them missing this period especially Pereira missed the whole period it's been a big impact I, I believe if they had both of them playing most of the games I, I think they would have yeah, mm-hmm. finished in the top four um, so best your back in the league? Very best i am break a league? Uh, uh you class Aspie as a right back? He's awful. Like he's, not awful. He's, he's not He's he's not the diminishing. same as the same
0: Aspie as he used
1: to be. I'm not uh, taking Aspie like I know, both. for me, I mean overall you could make argument for Pereira, but for me, I'm gonna go with the boy Trent personally. Okay. The I boys. think Pereira is better, both But friends. if you got two-way, yeah, I'll give Pereira, but if you look at overall impacts, the boy Trent.
0: Okay, um yeah. Villa. Let's talk about Villa staying up. Yeah. How monumental was that
1: that that draw? It's a big, big like I said, we touched on the financial aspect at the start. It's a big, big uh, goal Grealish had. They had the boy wonder uh, for them. Um they haven't had a strike or score since mid to late January, which is awful. Um Grealish managed to you know, provide that that, that spark, that impact. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's a great win and they managed to stay up and you know, hopefully they can push off from here, hopefully they can retain Grealish. I think it will stay for Le- this another season.
0: Yeah. I, I do I do I do think Greenwich stays for another season even though I do not think that's the best move for him. He does need to Low. test
1: his talent and on a bigger stage. I mean, if you, you know I didn't get Bruno Fernandes, I reckon he would have gone to them but right now, I mean, who's he really going to go to? I mean, what? Uh, who needs a midfield? Mm, no one, really needs, no one really needs a midfield like that. It's so crazy. Yeah, well, unless he wants to go to another Everton or something like that but that's, that's, a bit, that's risky for me. Um, potentially Wolves, maybe, I don't know but we we'll have to wait and see. I think that's the way and see how the, the landscape plays out. Um, uh, but, I don't I don't think we should even talk about West Ham. You know how West
0: Ham are, they just they just turned it on a bit late in the season. I mean good performances from players like Antonio and Declan
1: yeah. Rice. I mean what I'll say brief from West Ham, yeah, Declan Rice needs to be careful because they'll lose him. Uh but they need to be careful because you can you can't be mediocre for so long. And when you're mediocre for so long, you eventually get into the trap and you you'll be able to pull out the performances to keep you up. And that's what happened to Bournemouth. Um, they, when they, in the first couple of seasons of the Premier, they did down well they really improved they were still in the middle of the pack and eventually as the league progressed and changed it changed with the league and then dropped down and they got relegated really uh, now talking about Bournemouth and Watford yep. who, who now you, you mentioned them uh, who do you think is more likely to come back straight back up out of the two? I, don't know, I think i probably say Watford because I think Bournemouth will lose more players now, Bournemouth are really um, set to lose Ake mm-hmm. I think Bournemouth will someone will grab King, Josh King. Mm-hmm. Um, Callum Wilson, I, think, I see has to the game grabbing Callum Wilson he's a striker. Yeah. Brooks is a good player. I'm, I'm not sure if they signed with Harry Wilson, if they did. No, he's alone. He's alone. Yeah, okay, good. Um, uh, what's he doing? I think Solanke will stay with them. Um, but I reckon they're going to lose more players, so... You yeah. don't think Watford has players that have a recent value? So... Axar is the only player I can see. Decore? Saad, definitely. Maybe Decore, and maybe Hughes. Everyone else... Not, not even Kapuré or maybe Kapuré but I don't know I can see they playing Championship Football and that's also like when we touched on when we saying they sold Joe they, what's um, the name Jesse Lingard yeah. the mark of how good a player is, is when you sell him what club he goes to Arsenal saw Welbeck and he went to Watford, Watford it, was,
0: what it was a free transfer,
1: it was free transfer. and Welbeck
0: was very good for Watford in the know? end but
1: you know player, you, you think a player Playing for the top six club, they shouldn't go to a team bad for relegation on paper. They should go to at least you know the level below, maybe two levels or to Sheffield United, Everton. But going to those type of teams that shows the, the quality of the player they really are. If, that, if that's the only teams that really want them. Of course, Uber had a bit of injuries here and there, mm-hmm. but still, it's very telling. Um, yeah, Watford, you know, in that game against Arsenal, the game was there for them. Arsenal really, really, they wanted to give Uber the golden boot. Everyone trying to make Uber score. Mm-hmm. Um, what for that chances they missed the chances and if they scored those goals they would have stayed up I believe and it was in their own hands really and truthfully so yeah quick fire on the rest of the games on the weekend let's talk about
0: City, what was your your three takeaways give me three of your takeaways my
1: City three takeaways KDB you know Equin Henry's um, assist record he's a robot just produces results results Mm -hmm. results have a shot pass cross he just does the business you know he's he's been playing great football um, Silva's, you know, you know, look, Renee's. I'm uh, not Reza, He's swan song. He's gone from the Premier League. Great player, in my opinion, just about a top five Premier League before that all time. That's true. Um, no, no, no. I'm not doing ah, the top five. I give him top, top five. <laughs> my
0: opinion. We'll talk about that another day. But you, you, ha- there's have. Gerard. There's Lampard. Yeah. There's Yaya Toure. There's Vieira. Yeah. That first spot we can. Maybe Silver, you know, gonna yeah. have people have skulls there. Silver skulls, There's KDB. KDB yeah. might be ahead of him in a long. Yeah, run. Arguably, Kante.
1: Kante Kante won two championships on two two yeah, different I mean, teams. True, that's true. I mean, we will discuss that because that's I think that's his own statement. But David Silva, in my opinion, phenomenal player. Arguably, a lot of C fans call him the best ever player. The service to And I, like, I think that's good. That is
0: disrespectful to you. It's not it?
1: disrespectful at all. He's given him a solid good ten years. Been consistent from the very get go. Um, but your yeah, last peak was clear You yeah, asked sure. peak maybe me high but it's more about it's difference between peak and prime peak is you know the very best prime is the consistency silver's provided the consistency from start to finish I'd rather take a player with, a, high, with a, a short peak which is higher than someone's. I'd rather someone give me solid great 10 years someone gives me good to great uh, 5 years 5-8 five, years and you know 2, two years of exceptional football we, we,
0: we can talk about this uh, another time but you know if we were talking about different sports and i am very different. KDB hitting the records um,
1: how monumental a season was he I think he deserved player of the year he did um, I mean they done him dirty when Salah won, won it when Liverpool won a similar position um, you know, Salah had a great season he got the goals but KDB won the title this time, the, the roles have flipped. They don't give KDB the award. I think they should have given KDB the award, but, you know, a lot of people in the media... Are How did... Like, he, no, you know,
0: Henderson getting no award is just... I don't know what that is. Maybe that's why I it, just. it. Like <laughs> I thought that was... That was
1: absolutely joke. I mean... He didn't deserve that. He paid um, well... The season, I mean, people underrated hey, him. money Mane was what was it 21 goals, 13 assists, or something like that. I think Premier League got like 18 17 goals. I mean, he paid well. I'm not as angry as other people. I think because let me check up, definitely. I look at it from a managerial perspective, which I you know, implore people a lot of people to do when they analyze games. A lot of people look from a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. You have people like your Henderson's, your Gattuso's those sort of players that do the simple stuff. I mean, maybe because Gattuso's Italian, has a nice name, he's flashy because Italian the suave, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, people don't really uh, I mean because in the Premier I League people don't really have him as much as they would Henderson I think Henderson is very consistent this season the game he missed against Watford was the first game they lost he's very impactful showing good leadership skills um, performed really well so got one goals worked hard mm-hmm. I think Henderson has been a good player this season I mean personally you know, mine has probably done a bit better but I'm not as angry as other people with Henderson winning the award
0: Mane 18 goals yeah. 9 assists in a Premier League yeah. 2 goals and 2 assists in the Champions League yeah uh, he's had a great season he's had a great season of course just uh, it's undervalued I guess by uh, by people I believe probably the most undervalued player um,
1: in the Premier League right now you know Mane, Mane. doesn't get the same shine because he's around Salah I think he's getting after, recently he's got more of a shine the last 6, 12, 18 months he got more of a shine because after Salah's season he hasn't replicated his numbers I think mine has proved so long a lot of people in talks and discussions they, they, they compare mine to Neymar he's better than Neymar stuff like that uh, Neymar? Yeah, a lot of people have said that I'm, like, you, you get to I'm know, not people in says, these discussions a lot of people said. So that, I think
0: I, you should go and find those name, yeah. I'll bring I them think, on I'll bring them on I think, them I them think on. you lot, should go and find a those uh, said that. a lot of
1: people have said that when, maybe because Neymar's been injured maybe in two weeks time when we uh a guest yeah, I'll bring guests that will talk about that stuff I mean I can hear the argument to an extent and of course obviously Neymar's been injured but deep down we know we all know like Aaron Adams says we know you know the truth we all know
0: yeah
1: you better go and fight we know know. Um, lastly I'd like to touch on um, the Southampton aspect because remember when they got slapped 9-0 from Leicester Southampton they really came back
0: yeah Um, I was was very impressed you know with Ings season this year very very impressed Uh, 22 goals 21-22 goals 22 goals in a Southampton team you don't really get a player Playing in a mid-table team, uh, scoring that me- that amount of goals, uh, you know, I think he, I think maybe this is his level, mm-hmm. you know, if he goes to a bigger team, he's a small fish in a big pond, I think he might prefer to stay at this level, but I don't know, what do you think? I
1: feel him? when he came from Burnley to Liverpool, it was a good move for him, but the injuries ruined him, and I'm so happy for him that he's ready to rebuild his career and come back against, to provide a better top level, because when he went to Liverpool, he was still pretty young and looked like a good signing. And now he's, you know, he in my opinion, the Premier is the most improved player this season. So if there wasn't a wall? For there wasn't award wall, I'll give it to him. Ings, you're my most improved player. <laughs> I respect you. And I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him a lot because, you know, going through injuries, people expect people to, to come back. Injuries are psychological things, a mental thing. And people don't really understand how much that weighs a player. Well, like I said before, mental mentality and the mental approach is the most important part in sports. And if we don't get that part right, you know, everything falls down. Um, also, Che Adams, he broke his duck a couple of weeks ago. He and scored a he's, double, didn't he? He, he scored, scored a double. Again. Looking very active, and him and Ings can prove a very dynamic um, duo that can cause teams a lot of havoc next season moving forward. Because remember, the is you a know, quick turnaround. He comes back who, mid who, September. Who finishes higher next season? Southampton or Southampton United? Um, Sheffield United? Sheffield United are they in Europe? They're not in Europe. If Sheffield had, if they're not Europe, um, I believe it would be Sheffield because their defense is immense. But if they are in Europe, I'll, I'll go Southampton.
0: Okay, uh, just quickly on Spurs, you know, just to end it off, this topic. We're not going to really talk about Burnley and Brighton, you know, maybe another week. Apologies that... to Burnley and Brighton fans out there. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about them. They don't deserve my time. But
1: just to discuss Spurs quickly, yeah. Kane, is he finished? No, nope. he's not finished. I mean, his game's going to adapt. I mean, he might leave Spurs to go to, to a bigger team. We'll have to, you know, keep our eyes on that. Mm-hmm. Um, people are giving a lot of slack. Um, he's not as... Uh, what's it called quick and nimble as it used to be but his game is not um, you know um, it's not built around pace all he needs yeah, is half yards yeah, yeah. Right in forward, modern
0: football left foot yeah, no, no, let, let, let me land
1: right foot left foot when he's bang goal as the survival who players will pace that son Lucas Moore Bergwijn they can eventually what Ericsson brought to their team They can start firing again I mean, what, what Spurs need, they've like, always been one or two players away, back when Arsenal used to suffer that in the late 2000s to early 2010s. They can get someone of Son's level to replace um, or to play alongside Kane. So Kane, Son, and another player of Son's level, they'll be back in business. Okay. And then uh, Palace lost the uh, last seven. I don't know. Mm. Zaha, does he stay this summer quickly? I mean, uh, Zaha, I don't think so. I mean, if Al when he signed that country, he's got a release clause because that's why it's kept him this season. Yeah, it's the same.
0: Anyway, left. Change sport.
1: Yes, you know it's something that I was very excited to talk about
0: today. Yep. Uh, we're talking about the MVP race. MVP
1: semi many awards. Oh, MVP. We're talking about the awards race. Yes. Awards. Obviously, they uh, NBA last ten days they released that you know the awards will be done based on the pre uh, bubble foot uh, bubble basketball. And uh, so start off first with most improved player. So would you like to you know lead us off. I I you know. We did we did a
0: practice pod last week, you know, before you know Don't think that we don't work. We 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 put this into practice. Hard yes. um There's three candidates for the most improved player. Yep. And um, my three candidates were Brandom Yep. Devontae Graham. Yep. And Luka Doncic. Hear me he out on Luka Doncic. Yeah, We're going to talk about that. But Doncic. I would like to give a, um, a shout-out to Sabonis. He yeah. he was amazing this year, wasn't he? Um, he really spurred on that Indiana team. And they're a playoff team. Especially without Luka Doncic. And it's teams. a shame that he's not, he's not going to be playing in the bubble. He's got plantar faces. Twice Or whatever. He can't walk properly or something like that. Injured. Yeah, he's injured. He's not in the bubble. So, Miles Turner will be getting all those minutes. So, I have decided that my most improved player this season one more please it's Luka Doncic I heard that his points have gone up 8 he's gone up 8 points he's averaging 29 yeah. 9 is it 29 9 and 9 effectively or? he you round up yeah. he you round up and that is that is crazy for a second year But this guy is only 21 um, what's he ceiling? his bird Larry Bird. Modern-day Larry Bird. Modern-day Larry Bird. His floor is James Harden. That's his floor.
1: James Harden's a floor? Really? Yes. Um That's big, big talk. We're gonna come back to this. James Harden... Floor James Harden, ceiling his, Larry Bird. His floor is Wait, James Paul, Harden. Pause right there. That's Hall of Fame floor to top seven all-time ceiling. That's we, big talk. I'm so. I'm I am just so...
0: I'm just so enamoured with what Luka Doncic has, his skill set, and his mental capacity. He's won everywhere. Yep. Everything he's done, he's won. So mm-hmm. why does he not think he can come here and win? His ability to be a floor general yep. and also score points, mm-hmm. that is just uncanny. Like Not many players can do that. I, who else? Like, we've got LeBron in this modern-day game. Title, does it? Harden does it. Larry Bird did it. Larry Bird did it. And anyone else? Magic didn't score to the extent that Lucas did? I mean, Magic,
1: he could score, but he was more of a more facilitator. I mean, Lucas and the LeBron makeup is more of a balance. Magic was more, let's say, 65% playmaking, 35% scoring. When we done the uh, the, the junior Skyhook against, yeah. the, I think it was the, the Philadelphia 76ers, when we had to jump and play Senna, I believe that was the Yeah, game. I think that was in his rookie year, wasn't rookie it? He year. Yep. And he scored 42 points in that game. Magic, yeah. top player. That's his top player. Uh, so Go look at Magic take kids. Go watch that. Go watch <laughs> that. Uh, Best point guard
0: ever. Magic. No debate. Magic was his generation. or I mean, Generation. You might, you might not even see another player like him. But, yeah, I, I do really like Luca. Um... Also, with regards to Brandon Ingram, I just I could not put him because his basketball, his points weren't coming, his stats were not coming in wins. He wasn't contributing to winning basketball, yeah. um, which I think is a big. Part. Yeah, very important. Very important. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then for Devontae Graham, he's came from relatively nowhere. Yeah. He, absolutely nowhere. Um, I'm not sure. I don't have his stats to hand, but I he. What <laughs> um, What What
1: What did Devonte doing What What was his increases then? Um, essentially, almost tripled um, his rebounds, his points, and assists. I mean, me personally, Devontae Graham, cause that, cause of just the magnitude and astronomical imp- improvements he's made, I have him as my most improved player. And um, of course, he's not playing. Uh, he's not in the bubble. He's not playing winning basketball per se. But the Charlotte Hornets, you know, um, obviously losing Kemba Walker that's their best player you know, all-star level player they lost him they're expected to be where they are and he's expected to an extent obviously not as good as he came up but he's you know, replaced that void and if look at his points per game like I said points per game rebounds per game almost tripled they become a dangerous shooter um, 28% from three last season now 37% You know, that's um, top level numbers with nine attempts. So is is Devontae Graham your most improved? He's player? my most improved player. I'm um, the only thing I can really criticize him for. His field goal percentage was under forty percent for a guy. That's very poor for, for any for, player on the court. For for um a guard, you want him to release in the forties. That's where I criticize him. But the fact he's come from absolutely nowhere to be relevant to this magnitude, I believe he's my um most improved player. <laughs> Second, I, I did have Luca Don Doncic. Yeah. I mean, twenty nine nine nine. You can't really argue with that. He's become um. He's gone from being an all-star level player to be a real MVP franchise player, and like Josh touched on, flawed James Harden, Ceeley Larry Bird. I don't really um, disagree with that too much, but I'm just saying it's big talk. So we have to wait and see. I, mean, I think Melo. If you look at it, no, I, at I, it. I hear it. It's just, just like, is this big talk? You know, hopefully, I just,
0: I just can't, I just can't bet against the kid. That is the issue that I have.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, hopefully. and
0: the teams that passed on him, you will regret. It. I don't know why.
1: Cause it's because obviously there's a stigma choosing European players so high like, oh, yeah. like the when there's two Europeans hoisting up that trophy soon him and KP you won't be saying that I mean Luka Doncic is very exceptional player exceptional talent the stuff he's doing is putting him right up there with the legends at his age I mean at the age of 21 you can make a solid case that he's the best 21 year old ever and then who was further in your ballot um, my ballot was close it was with up to Tatum Bam and Ingram I'm going to go with just uh, to be controversial not controversial to be different I'll go with Tatum I'll go with Tate for me personally. You know, He's come from, he's your first time also this season and towards the last few months before the lockdown of the league, it was proven he could be towards a near franchise player. And dynamic J- J- Jalen Brown as well. Them guys can improve, they can be really dangerous in the East. As I said that was my third. I mean, back to Luca a bit. If he can keep his three-point percentage over 35, because he shoots around 32%, um, this season, last season, and over his career, and also free throw above twenty five percent. You get those percentages mm-hmm. up above those benchmarks, then now we're really, really, really rolling. I mean, he takes a bit too many uh, bad shots and threes. That's why his percentage is, is lower than you would expect. Um, but you know, Luca is the future. Yeah. Okay. okay, and then let's talk about rookie of the year. I think was this
0: was pretty open and short for me. Um, I didn't even really uh, go into it much. Zion had not played enough games. Yeah. So I had. I heard Jamal. Um, yeah, he's averaging seventeen, seven and three. You know, only five rookies
1: have averaged this. Yeah, could you guess? Uh, five rookies. Yeah. give me two. LeBron. Nope. What seventeen or oh, seven assists? Um, Magic. Yep. Uh, Magic. Larry. No.
0: I'll give you Oscar Robinson, Alan Iverson, Damien Stoudemire, and Trey Young, which is quite a steam company to be honest. Fair enough, yeah. um, Especially Oscar Robinson, the big old uh, Magic Johnson. Mr. Triple Double. Um, <laughs> there's him up, kids. Oscar Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I would say... Jamal, out? To get his team in the playoffs as well. Yeah, a team that yeah. like you didn't expect. He plays people with such control for someone that is so fast. Yeah, measured. He's very Paul's measured up. and also he can... He can shoot from the field. Yeah. So he's kind of a cross between a Kyrie, a Westbrook, uh, I, don't I don't know. Time. John Moore Yeah. Um I'm just I'm just enamoured by his skill set. He's so explosive. Yeah. And he's he also committed on the defensive end. I remember a yeah. game a game tie and block he made against Kyrie yeah
1: that's, uh, I yeah. that's like I start
0: the season yeah. yeah and Kyrie you know Kyrie had a ball handler and what Kyrie, he's done Kyrie's the best ball handler ever in my opinion uh, what he's done and John O'Neill stayed with him he stayed he was there for every move he was there yeah. for every I managed to get the block so I'm I'm really impressed with John O'Neill this season I mean
1: he's my rookie as well like Josh mentioned 17 points uh, 7 assists 3 rebounds I'm impressed like he said Four percent, 49% for mm-hmm. a guard that shoots that shoots more from the outside, you know, like people would assume, even though it's that attack, attack the room That's exceptional. Obviously like I touched on to Avanti Graham, mm. this is a big difference. This is why there's a different caliber of player. Forty nine percent from the field compared to thirty eight percent in the field, it's a big difference. Mm. Um, also from three just below 37%, exceptional. Anything At, over 35% as yep. someone that's shooting involved I in I mean, respect. he's very measured, he, uh, he makes good decisions, he's committed. The, the, my most important trait for me is the heart, the mental aspect, I always touch on. He's committed, he's has the fire in his belly. I mean when he made a three against James Harding, he was talking trash to him, I love it. <laughs> talk, that talk young king. Um, I mean Jamal Moran, hopefully he can stay in G3. He's 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 one for the future. I mean, I'd expect Zayan to have the best career, but if but if Design doesn't deal with his injuries, then don't be surprised, Drummer ja and end up in okay, the so- uh, let's talk about
0: Zion here yeah. I know there's not really any much we can say we can give honourable men to Kendrick Nunn Tyler mm. Hero yeah. and Brandon Clark has been good I think mm. Jackson Hayes from the Pelicans has been gone. some good rookies um, but Zion
1: what do you think Zion can be in this league could be something we've never seen. I mean, people try to compare it to a lot of people like Charles Barkley, some Lebron, Blake Griffin. But he's his own guy. He's six foot five, six foot six. The bounce is incredible. The uh, velocity, the power, the drive, um, speed and speed and, and strength to the rim. I mean, his three point shots not as bad as people made up. Um, he's he's okay. I mean, obviously needs to improve. It doesn't I mean, shoot. It doesn't really shoot enough. It doesn't even to, like. I think you need to pair that with a, a big that can shoot. So if you want to get the best, I need to pair him with a big and uh, guys that can shoot. Skills Is short. he is he a, is he a small Greek fruit type where he would have four people spread
0: out? We want to get best of it last week. Zion, to do. On, uh, but Zion's not really a
1: ball handler. No, let's say ball hander but you need to you need space. So when you obviously when you post up, you post up guys try to spin off them. Just the is quite impressive. From passing ball. is good as well. I mean, improve his ball handling as he gets older. But when you when you want to attack the rim, because we got one guys to attack the rim, you, the more space they have, the better they'll be. The more boarders there are there, it's harder for them to you know do their thing. So if you create space for Zion, you know it'd be, does it'd be really does weird. a non ball handling superstar work in this modern league? Um, who does superstars kind of handle the ball is really, um, very, three and five between. Yeah. You. Does um, it work? Can it work? I mean, even Giannis handles the ball. I mean, well, does AD handles AD handle the ball enough?
0: AD he doesn't it enough. really. He handles it enough. Well, you know, AD on his own team didn't work. Well, it didn't work. He's, that's why he's in the Lakers.
1: I mean, he had that once. This when I had um, what's his name, Boogie, and Boogie got injured. Yeah. But um, it'll be different. I mean, it needs to be around him with good point guards, good playmakers. They do. Um, Lonzo's a good playmaker, especially that. They, I think they a dynamic That Brandon Ingram handle kind of the ball. Mm-hmm. They have um, Drew Holiday handle kind of the ball. Some ball handlers. And then another big that can shoot. You, got, you, you know, you got to be on something there. So, we have got to give credit uh, where it's due. Up out. Okay, let's
0: go on to change gears to the sixth man of the year. Yep. So, who did you have for your sixth
1: man of the year? Me, personally. Personally, sixth man of the year. Um, it was between the two boys from LA and Dennis Schroeder. Obviously, I think more conventional fake would have gone to the two boys in LA. They're the, part of the best bench unit. They're both averaging just under 20. And they contribute mm-hmm. a lot. Um, Harold, you know, forceful, seven rebounds, 18 points, six points, played good D, great energy from the bench. Lou Will does mm-hmm. his thing. He's like, he, he, him to the sixth man is like LeBron and Jordan to the MVP race. They could have won it every season if he really wanted to. Yeah, Lou Williams is. Mr missed, missed the sixth man, isn't he? It's a bit like how. Michael um, Crawford. Yeah, joint, joint, good. joint, uh, most wins. Um, and he's very special to the clips, playmaking and shot creation and he be, He's a, He's on the.
0: Their final lineup,
1: isn't it? Yep. Um, me personally, I'll give it to Dennis Schroeder, the boy from Germany, the German Dennis Schroeder. It's a major part of the the Thunder's free guard rotation. You have him. You have CP three. You have Shea as well. Great player. I know the coach wish they could have kept him, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Um highs in field goal percentage, forty seven percent. I've touched them for for a guy that shoots that many shots from the outside. Exceptional. Three point percentage, forty eight percent. You know, that's um, the elite level rankings. And he also tests career has 5.1 shots as well. So you're not just taking here Ran shots here he's attempted enough. And I feel getting the funder to be relevant, because after losing Russell Westbrook on PG, most people thought they'd be in a lottery. I think he's done a lot there. So I'll give it to Dennis Schroeder. What about you, Josh?
0: I had Mantras. how old was it? Uh just genuinely before the fact that Um I hear your points from Dennis Schroeder. a he's been he's been a great addition and that three guard lineup that the Funder have is just absolutely Run teams off the court. They yeah. that they they are the best clutch team in the league. Yeah. Um, they play very well. They have the the I think they have the second best record since Thanksgiving in America. Was like thirty six and 11 34 and eleven wow. since Thanksgiving. Boy, they have a really poor record against teams over five hundred. Um, I've been impressed with the funders this year. Yeah, keeping eye foot. Dennis Roll has been a part of it, but I have much Chris just for the main fact that. Clippers don't really have that big presence, and however much as how he's been able to, he plays big. He's really made up for it, and he's scored eighteen points off the bench, seven rebounds, one point six assists. He's just been that de facto big. He can able to switch out, move his feet. He can play. He plays big, tremendously well. I've just been really impressed with Muntz I mean, this season. Yeah, everything he doesn't do is shoot from outside, but it he does f- anything else. He doesn't need to shoot. And um, with that team, we don't really need to shoot from the outside. It and should. that closing lineup that the Clippers have with him is, is really affected, like four because of him. Yeah. Even though he's like a dream on Green, yeah, um, not in the way that he can pass, yeah, but he can make up for
1: deficiencies
0: you have when other teams are bigger. Yeah. He can cover that yeah, with right. his
1: moist presence. So we we'll touch touching this later but don't you think he's lack of shooting, even though he's in the final lineup, but everything else he does do, when, you know, because Clippers struggle with playmaking and shot creation at times, and if he's there, not spreading the floor as much as he could be, you know, obviously the pain and. The, Let's, let me let me bring it back fun. to
0: the name of the podcast. It's a two man game. That pick and roll yeah. with Lou Williams, it makes him a factor. He's a great role man. Of course, of course, And That is also. An uh, additional play in the book, which keeps the other team aware. Aware, they know he's gonna to roll to the basket. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot leave him. If he rolls to the basket, you hedge. You make a mistake. You leave Lee Williams open. If both will you roll, I mean, and it, it leads
1: to easy baskets. It's true, but we'll touch this now. We'll touch it down. It's where you make the points. Um. So moving on, um. Executive of the year, I had the Who's so making a big decisions. I have
0: Lawrence Frank. Yep. Because, but it wasn't as easy as it. I I, I do believe Sam Presti has done an amazing job. Yep. And Masai Dewey yep. to keep the Toronto Raptors the way it is and finding those diamonds in the rough. Yep. Um, Boucher, that nah? Boucher uh, It's been an. It's been an addition. You would yeah. not really find those players vaguely. Really. No, no, I. I also have sore marks because to get KD and Kyrie to the guard, yeah. to to um the center, Barclays center. Yeah. It's, it's an impressive feat. You yeah. you are really the second team in New York, and you've got the two best players. I mean, now you're wanting the them. Okay? Yeah, arguably, but you know
1: well, D- New York is always the next. In terms time. of fans, it'll be the next. But in terms of quality, it's going to be competitive. Yeah, you want to be the, the
0: number one team. Um, but Lawrence Frank, to get Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah. Uh, and even at the deadline, just scooping up players like Chiquino and Marcus Morris. It just just shows the, the the the. the the decision making you know arguably got the best decision making group you know you've got Jerry West there. Yeah. Uh, you've got Steve Ballmer, which is an owner that seems to the richest, t- the richest. Uh, got deepest pockets uh, Lois Frank himself used to be a coach and you got Doc Rivers it just seems like the best he also got Tallyu as well there Tallyu so that is just the arguably the best, the best brain trust in the league Um, I'm just really impressed with that team uh, me
1: I had Lars lot Franks as well, but it's not an open and shut case, as most people would think. Um, I also had Sam Presti wrapped there, flipping PG Westbrook into multiple first-round picks, bringing in Shea, bringing in CP3, bringing in, in Gallo, because I know he's a bit underrated, a good player, a good solid player. And now they're a playoff team as well. He has a big part to play in that. And he has, what, four
0: first-round picks from the Clippers go in? I think he, has,
1: I think he has more. I mean, he has a lot. He has a lot of first-round picks. He first has first-round pick. picks for days. If yes. they, they play it right you know, they could be relevant again. You know, who knows, they could end up picking KD, Westbrook, so Taps again. They,
0: they can, they can pivot, they're, they're in a the perfect situation. Um,
1: also, Pat Riley, I have to give a shout out to Pat Riley. Kendrick Nunn, undrafted, Tyler Hero, he's um, like mid-pick. And Duncan he, Robinson was undrafted. Duncan Robinson right? undrafted, even though last year, I'll give a credit for that. Also, mm-hmm. being able to acquire Jimmy Buckets, in my estimation, top 15 player, also don't forget Andre Iguodala everyone wanted them the Lakers wanted them I wanted them I don't Lakers again I
0: think Iguodala was very poor before the break um. I mean he
1: might have been poor but Iguodala's got so much experience in the playoffs I would you know well, well, i well, well,
0: That that Crowder was a better addition than he was Jay yeah, got, got
1: Jay Crowder as well I mean he's done a lot but at the end of the day you want to win the chips and the brain trust in, like we said in Clippers Lawrence Frank getting Kawhi and get PG especially in the manner they got quite and PG everyone thought you know Chris Broussard was telling us <laughs> Kay Kawhi is going to the Lakers yeah. going to the Lakers PG and the next you know Kawhi PG boom boom they are in the Clippers I'm
0: very impressed with and
1: that and now and now their team the team's so deep they picked up Joaquin Noah they've got guys like Jermichael Green um, they picked up Morris they picked up Reggie Jackson they've got so many bodies and they really they constructed perfect to you know limit LeBron as much as possible and by most estimations from the so-called experts they're the favourites to win it and so my hat's off go to Lawrence Frank and the Brent Trusted Clippers um <laughs> My hat stuff goes up to them Let's talk about The coach of the year Okay Yep Who did
0: you have Let's let's. What was your top three And then give me the reason Why you chose
1: Your number one My top three In uh, from, from third to first My third choice Was Frank Vogel I mean He got the Lakers From out of the playoffs To number one Okay Yeah Vogel Not really a glamorous pick He wasn't really He wasn't why I say Vogel Because obviously he has the best player in the game arguably LeBron LeBron is his own coach and that's what people say if LeBron is his own coach and LeBron gets all will get all the credibility and he'll get all the pull and as a coach if, if LeBron doesn't win because he's win or bust you get all the pressure and you get all the arrows sl- flung your way if LeBron doesn't win okay, and just to handle that pressure that situation so to, up to now I think he's done really well that's his first was, choice He was a number two um, number two is Mike Brood and you know he yeah, had Mike I, I, let, I me land, let, me land. let me land they had him in playing they're the number one seed, again, in, in the whole um, league. They're playing stock levels. They're on, somewhat on pace to get 69, 70 wins before the lockdown, or um, before Giannis' injury. I mean, he's helped Giannis go to another level. they he really did really play good ball, played stock defence. I mean, Matt also has to be up in the mix. My number one choice is Mr. Nicholas Nurse. Nicholas might not be his name, but <laughs> I just wanted to add that little, little jazz there. Um, they lost arguably the best player in the game, in my estimation at least, Kawhi. They still remain a title contender, second in the East. Um the development of Siakam um which he's played a part in has been has been excellent, you know. Um Also Yeah, that's what I say, literally that's that's the main reason they're they what's it called? Uh he's my he's my coach of the year. They've lost the best player in their game and it's still relevant out there. Extremely re- relevant. Obviously players will tell, but this is before the players, and that's why Nick Nurse is my coach of the year.
0: Okay, um
1: My three was I had My
0: number for my number three was you know this was quite a difficult task when we picking it um, I was so unsure All right, number three I really had two standout candidates yeah. and you talking about Fran Roto has uh, has brought him to the forefront of my mind but I'm not going to choose him you don't have to
1: choose him I'm not going to choose him
0: you I'm going to choose who's the Indiana Pacers coach
1: um ah oh, I forgot his name he's playing on 2k not so long ago. <laughs> he's bold, he's bold, I can Uh is it Nate
0: is it Nate McMillan? Yes, Nate, Mr. Nick. He he's done a very impressive job with that Indiana spaces without his star man on the depot. And their fifth, the fifth yeah, seed. It's incredible. He's had a really that impressive did. season. You could have had Spolster as well. Uh, he, he, Eric. He had a good season. Yeah, so I didn't, really, I didn't really I don't really put much stock into the number three. I my number two, Taylor Jenkins, coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have been so that. impressive this year. I heard that. Uh, the two ugly best players are a first and second year player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Jackson and Mister John ja yeah. And you're in the playoffs. Uh, with the possibility of maybe playing a playing game, which I don't expect them to play because I think they're gonna finish clear of the other teams by four games. Um, I'm really really impressed with that with that coaching job. Uh, it's not got much shooting. Yeah. Uh, the spacing is small they well, who's he who? they have Dylan Brick, Brooks it's who's is the only is he rookie? no he's, I don't think he is I don't think he is like I like him uh, he's arguably the only shooter that suits above league average the rest of them I like maybe Jarmusch yeah. 37% is good from the outside but to play that way and get them into the AC that's very impressive and then my number one it has to be Nick Nurse with you I think Nick Nurse has had a very Nicholas
1: name. Sir Nicholas <laughs> he's had a very second, very year court, second year coach? I right. second
0: year and the the pick was controversial last year to stack um, Dwayne Casey. Yeah. And to put Nick Nurse there. And Nick Nurse has just been a, a breath of fresh air. You know, there were the baby raptors, the baby dinosaurs.
1: The brats and, and everything. And
0: then look at them now, they're a championship team. So I'm so impressed with what Nick Nurse has done. Siakam uh, has really, really made Siakam a focal point yeah. in that team. Defensively, Toronto played an orthodox defence, but they managed to stop their opponents and they, they haven't missed a beat this year. And if I had to pick any team in the East to knock off the box, it would be Toronto, even though there's people that love the Celtics. You fall in love with two tall wings because they look good on paper, but they're just not good enough for me. I'm not really impressed with that. Um, to that extent, let me see them do it in the playoffs. So, yeah, that's my that's my three candidates. And
1: I think they would win. Um, With Nick Nurse Yeah he's a second year coach He was assistant coach For Since 2013 2014, Up to 17, 18 Now he's a second year coach First year Winning a chip Obviously the, the Warriors They had a few injuries But That's very 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 very, very Impressive And now second year They still relevant. And I mean As a start as a coach You go through All the legendary coaches I don't, you know, Not even uh, Phil Jackson um, Popovich Pat Ryan, I'm not sure, not too sure About Parra, But I don't think Any of them had the Starts of that magnitude To that, mm. that level So Obviously, it'll be a big ask for him to continue this for the time being, but you know, he's, he's in verified air right now. So, let's talk about...
0: You know I say let's talk about it again. Uh We've got Defensive Player of the Year to yes. discuss.
1: Um, D-P-O-T-Y.
0: um, And I am going to say this. I'm going to tell you already. I'm not even going to keep the suspense about MVP. My Defensive Player of the Year is the same as my MVP. And it's Yanis. He is... What about ext- Ben Simmons
1: now? Nah? You know... Oh, yeah. I, I brought, had his discussion. Your boy, Benjamin. I had a discussion. I look back at the stats and he just... See, this just, boy... Let me stop. This guy had Ben Simmons before we had our little talk. And I brought him right right over to the winning side. Because that's what we do.
0: We give him Let's stats.
1: We give him facts. We give him analysis. Ben
0: Simmons is an extraordinary defender. He can guard everyone except for the centre. Yeah. Um, He... The job he does... It helps everyone. Even though I you know on a normal year we say I would say Embiid is the the most significant defensive stopper in the league when Embiid is on the court yeah. significantly teams their Sixers defence increases in fact it's so impossible to sort on them yep. it's just a shame that their offense struggles so much with that combination um, Giannis is just He's got some gaudy stats. I think that percentage of shooting at the rim is like for the opponents shoot like thirty six percent on him at the rim. Giannis,
1: yeah, and Giannis opponents shoot forty uh, one. Forty one. percent. That's just. It's mad. That's crazy. You add
0: the in, That's the highest percentage shot.
1: I are shooting forty one. That's, that's league leading.
0: <laughs> it is crazy, and he's not a center. Um. He's just a, He's the leader in all of those defensive stats, like defensive plus minus, um. It's just... I just cannot argue against him at the moment. You know, obviously you have your standard candidates like Gobert. Um, AD was up there. Up, AD, yeah.
1: AD had an impressive season this year, but I have... I'll I tell you how, Giannis. I mean, I have Mr. Giannis, I just a the Nigerian Greek boy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, simple put, best defender on the best team defensively who are playing historically great defence. Can guard... 1 to 5, pretty much as good as anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Legitimately, due to his speed, his length, his athleticism, his size. As we talked about, he protects the rim. The best in the league, basically. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he obviously doesn't do as much as traditional centers, but when he's there, 41.9%, he can guard the Premier exceptionally well. I mean, it has to be that boy, Giannis. Uh, also, number one in defensive win shares. Defensive rate, also number one. Missed only eight games. It's the boy, Giannis. Literally, plain yeah, and simple. And now,
0: like, you know, the thing that people talk about the most. But do you know what? Because I think this is such an open and shut case for MVP, yeah. I don't think we need to really waste time on it. But I know,
1: uh, I know some people have discussions about this. I mean, Who do you have as the MVP? I mean, for me, simply, Giannis, what I would say, you can't make a case for LeBron. Case. No case. He no, only leads the Lakers in one statistical I mean, you can't strategy, make a case for LeBron. Which is just a sis And I think it's a
0: bit of a will... Chamberlain thing this season about LeBron, LeBron has focused himself so much on right? oh I want to be seen as a passer I want to be seen as a passer I don't want to be a scorer I don't want to yeah. do this I want to get everyone
1: involved yeah. and he just focused on assists you know does that help or hinder the team I mean it's helped the team dude. they didn't have, a, they didn't have, a, a, we'll they have a legit point guard but what I would say I um, mean, If you focus more on narrative, you can make a strong case for LeBron. The thing, the, the ruling they brought in that the decisions were made uh, based on pre-bubble mm-hmm. basketball has hindered LeBron. Because, and also the lockdown, uh, because LeBron, because at that time, Giannis was injured and LeBron just beat the Clippers, they beat the Lakers. He had two great games. And if he was able to continue on that arc, I believe, you know, he would have been able to um, make a serious case for the... Um, MVP race I mean the guys Only missed 3 games This season Giannis missed 8 Giannis was due To miss more If you know If we continue To play basketball So that's why LeBron's a got unlucky he's, well, he's the oldest player
0: To have his 25 points In tennis But what I would say
1: About Giannis Like the defensive player Of the year Essentially he's the best Player on both sides Of the ball. essentially I mean He could use Massively to both sides He's I mean he's Obviously he's not I wouldn't say he's Outright the best player Offensively but He's one of the best mm-hmm. And he's up the best defender fit in my estimations and that's why I, feel, I believe he'll join the group of um, Hakeem. Shout out Hakeem and Larger and large another Nigerian man. Um, also, shout out um, Michael Jordan, winning defensive player, and MVP. Uh, but Giannis is averaging, you know, rounded up 30 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, 55% field goal percentage, 1 block, 1 steal. PR, 31.6. And how many minutes a game is he playing? I think it's 30 minutes. 30 minutes a game. I mean, this is legendary the... historical numbers that puts it up in verified, they're up with anybody, up with LeBron's best season, up with Jordan's best season, up with Walt best seasons. They're the best team in the league. Um, you know, the, before he injured, the, on pace to touch around seventy games win wins. Uh, I mean, what more can you just want from a guy? <laughs> I am just very, I mean, very impressed with Giannis this season. As in,
0: you know, the loss they had um, against Philly was a, very disheartening, and he sold a blueprint to yeah. how how to play them. And yet, what Box did is they doubled down on their style. They got this. They they spread the floor, they got the shooters out there. Yeah. Uh Yannis got better. Yeah. Um yeah, there's it's all in their hands. I think they're one of the favourites, you know, to win the, the chip. Yeah. A lot of it relies on Chris Middleton because we know what Yannis is gonna give us. We know wow. and he's uh, he's arguably the best player on the best team and he doesn't have
1: the uh, fine so, second yeah. start yeah.
0: so yeah I've got to give my I mean
1: I think people are know Chris is a bit too much but yeah he's not like an AD level PG level but he does shoot 50-49 pretty much this season I think I mean, it's, yeah he's nearly there isn't basically he basically nearly there I mean Chris can replicate somewhat of that numbers because in the playoffs he kind of dropped off a bit too much and also Brook Lopez can come back taking his threes and if Bledsoe can step up because George um, George uh, what's his name George the, the, the point guard which one is this? The backup point guard. George Hill? George Hill, The yes. one that messed up. Remember that the, the, uh, the ill-fated night? Yeah. <laughs> the J.R. Smith. <laughs> well, he's back in the Lakers. But yeah, because George Hill outplayed him, especially against the Toronto Raptors in the playoffs. So if Blazer can actually do Blazer things, then they will be back. they will be seriously in the mix um, to win it all. Okay. That's very impressive. Um, I know there's not very really much boxing to talk about to, uh,
0: today, so we will Prosper you know, we'll postpone that for another week. Let's just end this... First pod on um, on a hypothetical now you know okay. we like to do hypotheticals. Here. Yep. Uh, we are going to talk about the Ballon d'Or award. you know quickly um, to to end this session?
1: Yep.
0: We know it's been cancelled. The first time it's ever been cancelled. Yeah. Oh, Ballon d'Or. You know, do you want to talk about the Lakers Clippers last night or the Ballon do? I think we'd squeeze both of them do you quick, want to squeeze it quickly. In? the very quickly let's let's quickly talk about our Lakers Clippers game last night um, last night to ask the
1: takeaways about well, Friday um, well Friday night for the quick takeaways the Clippers don't have an answer for AD and I believe whoever outplays each other out of AD and PG really is going to decide who wins the, the event uh, inevitable matchup between the two teams because I believe LeBron and Kawhi they will play each other basically to a push, to an evens. Mm-hmm. And we saw PG went off. He had a great game. He was moving like a splash brother. 60, 60% from the field, 6 out of 11 from 3, I believe. I um, mean PG done his thing, literally. He done his thing. But whoever outplays each other will win the chip. Uh, you know, he you calls himself playoff P. In the playoffs, C kind of Davis yeah. and davis. AD is well similar. Whoever outperforms each other will win the chip. That's true. Or uh... we'll win the,
0: the West. Sent A D to they got a bit foul happy last yeah. last night, the Clippers. Sent A D to the line seventeen times. Yeah. Um obviously the difference is really A D, six foot ten. He's too big for the Clippers yeah. lineup. And you see the Clippers really miss how Maybe yeah. he could have slowed him down to an effect. Too too long. Uh, it's the first day, it's the first game in the bubble. You oh know, right. they're slow, they haven't played in four months. Yeah. Uh, the shooting was there. The defense was obviously ahead of the offense. You yeah. give it time for the offense to catch up with it. I think this was, you know, even though it was a loss for the Clippers, it's quite an encouraging yeah. performance. You know, you're missing two of your best players. Yeah. To your rotation, and you managed to just lose by two, mm. and you could have really won it if you if if you really look at it, they could have really won it. Um, for the Lakers, what the Lakers need to do is just they just need to improve the shooting they need to hope that Kuzma keeps on giving them these, uh, these numbers 16, 16 and 6 of 8 which is just that's insanely hot I mean, Kuzma's um, crazy and any of these contributions from their bench players Dean Waiters in his small, uh, small minutes that he played was very impressive and I was, yeah. I was quite impressed with that performance
1: um, yeah Tasha Kuzma I was very impressed I mean for, for them to be seriously about, thinking about winning the chip Kuzma needs to make good decisions he needs to give a lot of effort defensively rebounding and needs to make shots. That's all we did yesterday. I'm not gonna expect him to shoot as well as he did all the time, but if can make shots, defend well, give effort, and make smart plays. He's my so temperamental? I just don't know if I can really trust him. I mean, it's it's a gamble. I mean, that's what they got. That's that's what they're gonna they need him to do well because he's got he's a size, he's a body, and the Lakers don't have that sort of size to spare like the Clippers do. And he's done a good job guarding Kawhi apart from one time when he shot. Him on, um, what's good? He fouled him on a, on a jump shot. It's kind of
0: and he's just dumb. Um, I mean, he, I, I'm gonna say this. Basketball players you should not foul three point what I saw A D do that way, Patrick Berry. Was it a three point
1: or a uh, post Was it play? a
0: post up move? You don't well yeah, okay. As far as that, was that Jamaica Green that uh, Jamaica Green fouled A D on a move. It's
1: just you don't rusty, put your hand you don't rusty. put your hand in there. But you these guys are professionals. You have to contest perfectly. i mean, you have to contest well. Especially just, if you're jumping up, you have to
0: jump straight up. If you jump up an angle, they are going to find a way to contort their body to, to win the foul. Yeah. You know, you know that you see that every week. You just have to do better, and you for know sure. this is how you get these stupid three point fouls, these three point plays, these yeah. these and ones, just for three count. just lack of fundamentals. Um, it didn't matter. And, I, and then at the end of the game, it was it was just down to this. What was it? How many turnovers in that game? I think there's turnovers and free throws. Turnovers and free throws, you know. You
1: I know the, I, the game with a
0: game winner. I know. I, know, I know. We'll talk about that. You know, you throw me off. That game-winner, you know, if we really putting that down, as one of LeBron's great moments.
1: LeBron is a closer. It was total luck. LeBron, LeBron is a closer, don't get me wrong. But that game-winner, and I like LeBron. LeBron's my favourite player, just about. I think Yarns are still pushing him. But I'm objective about LeBron, compared to most guys. That game-winner was luck. I mean, it was a poor shot. I think he was playing for a foul. Mm-hmm. i give him credit for staying with the play. But that game winner was too. Like he was lucky that the ball rebounded in his direction. Mm. I mean, what was that? I will only give LeBron credit
0: that he actually went to the rim. you know, that's a yeah. criticism for him in the country. I mean, down. LeBron had
1: a down game. He shot 30% from the field and essentially 30% from three. That's very, very on un- LeBron like. Because they have so many stoppers for him. But he did contribute a lot defensively and he did lead both teams in assists and rebounds. And that's what, that's the, that's what LeBron brings. Even he when he has a poor scored. game. He can do so many things. I mean, if you want LeBron to be, could be the best rebound on your team, be the best assist man, could be the best scorer, the best leader, could be the best defensive organizer. He yeah. can be the best in so many different facets on both teams, not just your team. Yeah. But yeah, but if LeBron plays like that, they won't win anything. But I don't expect LeBron to play that like like that. Okay,
0: um, let's change gear to the final topic of today. Um, we'll keep this keep this brief. I think we even talked about the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Uh, it's cancelled. Um. Let's let's be brief. Who was your three? Who would have been your three top, the top three players for the Ballon d'Or this year? And give me one reason why. Um,
1: third, I would add. Um, third, is for grabs. I'd have gone with um, me personally. I'd have gone with. i gone with. i gone with Cristiano. I like. I would have gone for Cristiano. Mm-hmm. I mean, Juventus. They're set to win the league again. He's great numbers in the league. Even though, um, what's his name? Like the last year boy, Sisiru. Yeah, Mobile is equalled him on goals, eh? Um, Champions League, they, they should progress, and he's, he's done really well. I mean, it could be Messi as well, based on political numbers. But the so way don't Bar- have Messi above and that? No, the way Barcelona fell off in the league to Romjid, that was a, that was a down downer for me. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's more more of a top two, more of a top two. Being really truthfully, um, I had KDB and Lewandowski is a bit of a toss up. I've edged to Lewandowski uh, purely for the facts. Uh, obviously Germany is leagues are given but they've won a Germany and a cup the uh, Man City they lost the FA Cup to Arsenal and they've only got the Carling Cup the league title you know, they got blown away mm. I mean a-, a Champions League would have proved a lot for me but uh, i give it to them and I mean, the numbers are crazy I mean what that's why i got his on up here, guys, <laughs> as you can see from it earlier. So, is Lewin your number one? Lewin's my number one. I mean, I feel so sorry for him. Basically, he put down 34 goals, 4 assists in 31 league games, 52 goals and 6 assists in all competitions. He's been born in the Champions League. I think he's got 10 or 11 mm-hmm. goals in the Champions League. And, you know, according to who scored, he has an average rating of 8.3. Very consistent. I mean, I feel so sorry for the guys because the guy's 31 years of age. It very hard for him to replicate a season like this. And you know, it's, it might, it's an option it might pass him by. That's why I think it's an absolute travesty that they've removed you know removed Bando for the season. So what about you? Who's your guys? I had, Messi number three. You know, twenty assists. He's the first
0: player to do twenty assists in the Liga Twenty goals as well. Twenty goals as well. You know, Goldie stats. Yep. Poor poor Barcelona team around him. Yep. One of the weakest he's ever played on, but obviously the fact that he couldn't win the league works against him. Yep. Um, you know. It was tough for me to pick my number one, and purely because the Champions League hasn't played yet. You know, um, a lot of different factors play into the, into this. I had Lewandowski. He's his goal scoring stats this season is just absolutely mental. You know, you don't score. Was it? Did he score thirty plus in um, Bundesliga it's called 34. Yeah. So he's averaging a goal a game. Um, More than a goal a game. 34 and 31 games. Is it? Wow, they only pay 31. That is um, crazy. And that Bayern team is very... It's it's a, like it's like a robotic team, you know? Yeah. They literally can do no wrong at the moment. Probably the best team in Europe. They're probably the favourites to win the UCL. UCL, so... Everything was working in his favour. And I also had KDB. I just think KDB this year mm-hmm. had been the most influential fo- player in football. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can really compare it just down to the stats even though 20 assists
1: um, KDB stats 20 goals 30 assists in 35 prime games 22 and 15 all competitions I mean it's almost averaging a goal and assist a game from a combination of central midfield and attacking midfield Mm. and even more than the stats he just he he, he takes a game he controls the game he works hard I mean KDB like I said, touched on earlier at the very start when we compare Mason Mount ceiling, even though they're different KDB is your perfect attacking midfielder I mean I mean in might by the time you finish your premier career, you have a very big shot for being the, the best premier midfielder of all time. Very big shot. Very, very big shot. So yeah, I, I
0: would have to put that. But obviously I was expecting to see more of Mbappe and Neymar in yeah. the UCL. Yeah. I know that Mbappe is so suffering that that um that injury from that horrific tackle. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely horrific. Um, and he might miss this. he might miss one of the games. Yeah a game against
1: uh, who they're playing Is it Atlanta
0: hmm.
1: I think they're playing Atlanta yeah that's a big game they need it because it, I thought so PSG it because it's either Leymar's missing out it's, it's are we way.
0: it's the quarter finals aren't we yep it's the quarterfinals, finals they Barcelona so have, a, have a big title as Napoli um, to be fair
1: depending on that yeah
0: yeah I would have KDB number one um, yep it's had a very impressive um season anyway I would like to say thank you for listening to our first episode yep. you know courtesy of our our host yep our host is not me actually Josiah thank you for uh, doing that maybe you'll hear his voice sometime on the pod you know sometimes <laughs> telling us to fix up but yeah, um, yeah thank you yeah. yeah. for listening very, to the podcast
1: we're very telling you grateful for, you, for your support yeah.
0: Yeah. and I uh, hope you come back for next week yeah always big up yourself and yeah. stay tuned for more got stay tuned for more
1: for, thank you for you guys thank you